0: hey everybody what's up welcome into a friday episode of real sports talk by Naraj. hope you're all doing well looking forward to the weekend it is october 8 2021 a lot to get into my friday football picks coming up in just a second i'm gonna get into a little bit about what took place last night between the rams and the seahawks Um, and then obviously dive into my top five games of the week and make my picks uh, for college football, we're going to give you a little break this this, this one this week, recap it on Monday. So I'll get into that a little bit, as well as recapping uh, on Monday. Also Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilders uh, fight. So it should be definitely a, a good one on Monday. So let me start off with my top five games uh, coming up this NFL Sunday. A lot of interesting matchups, uh, important matchups as well, the division, um, as well as seeing if not the Cardinals can continue their winning ways. So let me start with the New Orleans Saints 2-2 two and two at the Washington football team, also 2-2. Two and two. Um, This game is going to be really interesting, obviously both teams. Um, Kind of looking to find themselves, obviously, at this point in the season. Saints are coming off an overtime loss at home to so the New York Giants. You know, which game they obviously gave up that touchdown to Saquon Barkley. So Washington, um, on the other hand, came back from a came back from behind to be Atlanta uh, with, Ty, you know, with Tyler, Taylor Heineke playing extremely well in the final minutes of that game so you look at this uh, you know contest and what it may come down to i think for the saints more importantly they're going to have to uh, kind of pace this game to their style uh, get back to running the football but more importantly james winston you know he's been off to a good start this season you just gotta see him do that a little bit more um if winston can do that, do that a little bit more Um, you know in this game then it will bode well with their chances to win at Washington you know I think that's something that you got to see him do a good job of just being uh, efficient and better you know definitely didn't lean on that running game and try to get play action set off that for touchdowns will be key as for Washington uh, their defense needs to play a, a lot better. Um, we saw Cordell Patterson for the Atlanta Falcons really put up some big numbers last week against them. You know, Washington needs to find a way to start hitting on their pass rushing, um, kind of change it up a little bit, make it a little bit difficult. You know, I think that if they can do that, they have a better shot of winning this game. So, the keys for the New Orleans Saints to win, I think number one, James uh, Winston is in a big game. You know, you gotta see him target Marcus Cavalier, Deontay Harris, um, you know, and the other wide receivers. Uh, a little bit more. Michael Thomas is gonna be back probably in a couple of weeks. But until then, Winston needs to be able to and do what he has to do, get the ball out, play relatively well. But he's got to finish stronger this time in the second half. I feel like last week against the Giants, just looking back at it. Obviously, the opportunity is there for him to to do something. He just could not get it done. Um, You know, of three-and-outs late in that game last week. So for him, they have to move the chain, stay aggressive on offense. He's got to make the throws that he has to make, Um, you know, I think that if he can just find those guys down the field and in the fourth quarter, it'll give the Saints a better chance to win this game. I think the second key uh, for the Saints is that they need their defense to limit uh, Taylor Heineke and try to force him to uh, you know, throw it short underneath. They need to play well as a defense. You know, they need to find ways to stay, um, you know, not give up, give up those big plays they gave up last week. You know, it's all about containing um, and trying to limit those big passing plays. Um, You know, especially when it's um, you know early and often with how the Washington Football Team play action and run things. They got to be a little more disciplined that way. And then I think number three, um, they need more from Marcus Williams and Marcus Lattimore, their cornerbacks. I think that. Uh, they're going up against obviously McLaurin and Samuel. Um, you want to see the Saints' DBs give you something in this game. They need some turnovers. Uh, when they get some turnovers, and obviously, when every team gets turnovers, they've got a better chance of winning. But for the Saints, it feels like in this game, you know, Washington is going to be obviously trying to run the football or throw it deep on a couple of passes, you got to see their cornerbacks come up and make some plays. I think that that will be important in kind of stalling Washington's momentum in this game. As for the Washington football team, I think their keys to a victory on Sunday against the Saints. I think number one, you need to see Taylor Heineke continue to do what he has to do in terms of just be efficient in the passing game, um, try to obviously throw it early, um, you know, try to target, obviously, um, you know, the Saints defense as much as you can overall in terms of, you know, just finding you know, McLaurin, Samuel getting, you know, this moving a changed overall in the Saints defense because we know that they've been able to obviously rush the quarterback and, um, you know, they got to be uh, kind of stout and kind of doing that. So I think for Heineke, he's got to play well from the get-go. Last week was a little bit of a slow start, but he kind of came on late. So I think that in this game, he's going to have to be a little bit better early on. Uh, finding some you know plays down the field on the Saints defense. I Think the second key uh, For the Washington football team to win this game that their defense needs to step it up. I mean they need to get some more sacks um, Obviously Chase Young did have one I think last week, but you know this defensive line its uh, Really talented they can do a lot more than you know a couple of sacks You know They've got to find a ways to get some more sacks. But also, you want to see William Jackson, Landon Collins in the secondary be able to play better. You know, limit the Saints. Don't let them kind of find success down the field. Make it come hard for uh, James Winston to do so. You know, give him different looks on that coverage. And I think third, I think the running game for... You know, gonna and Gibson, they need to kind of build off last game. They ran the ball extremely well in the last game. They gotta keep that going in this game, try to wear down that Saints pass rush and find some success there. So, look this game. I think it will be a close one. I like Washington to pull this one out just because I think that their defense is gonna play a lot better. Um, yeah, Just in terms of, you're gonna see, I think, a much better improved play from their secondary in this game and so I have them winning um, by you know by a field goal um, I think they'll pull it out um, in the second half of this game. So the next matchup that I want to uh, get into and talk about is the Green Bay Packers 3-1 at the Cincinnati Bengals 3-1. Now this game um, obviously features you know Aaron Rodgers and a promising young quarterback uh, obviously Joe Burrow and yes no one expected the Bengals to be 3-1 at this point they have been one of the early surprises of this football season and so this is probably the first actual test for the Cincinnati Bengals because of an opponent that obviously has uh, you know Super Bowl aspirations, aspirations. So the Packers have hit their stride since week one. Obviously, winning the game was supposed to win, you know, at home and then you know, getting it done at San Fran. So Packers coming in with a lot of momentum. Uh, you look at the Bengals; they are well rested after playing on last Thursday Night Football. Um, so this game is just really going to be about, I think, a lot of offense and you know, which team can get the extra possession or two at the end of the game. Now looking at this game, I think that for the Bengals to really pull this one out, if any chance they're pulling out, they're gonna need big plays, obviously, from their offense, but their defense as well. And that's something that will definitely be tested by the Packers. Obviously, what they have at the wide position with with Adams and with Lazar and Scanlon, um, you know, the Bengals are gonna to have to do a lot, I think, in this game uh, to stay in it and we know that Joe Burrow's been off to a really good start. The offensive line has been very good lately, um, but this is a game in which you know we'll see a lot of things, right? From Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers, try to do, and you know we'll see if Joe Burrow can really respond to it and still be as efficient as he's been uh, up to this point in the season. So my three keys for the Packers to win this game, I think number one, the defense really needs to contain Jamar Chase. Um, You know, provide safety, help over the top. You know, try to force T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd uh, to make plays on your secondary. The Packers are dealing with you know a couple injuries in their secondary. Um, Alexander may or may not play uh, depending on how it goes into the weekend. So. You know, the Packers really need to find a way to just limit Jamar Chase, you know, don't don't let him beat you uh, with some of the passes over the the middle or down the field. I mean, Chase has been off to a really good start in his NFL career, Um, you know, with his speed and athleticism, they're going to have to find a way to contain him and not let him break the game open, you know. And I think also, along with that same thing, they just need to find a way to get some pressure um, on the Bengals offensive line. Now they didn't really address that in the off-season. We've seen them been pretty good up to this point but you know, along with trying to limit Jamar Chase, they need to find a way to get up in Joe Burrow's space and make him make contested throws from the pocket. When he, gets, when, he, when he gets on the run when he gets away from the pocket, you can see him obviously make a lot of great throws down the field. So I think they need to limit that. I think number two, I think Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard uh, you know, Mark Kazvan and Scanlon, they have the ability to really um, win their matchups against the Bengals' uh, cornerbacks. You know, uh, they gotta, you know, Aaron has got to pick and choose how he wants to go about, uh, you know, attacking the secondary, but they spread them out. You know, they need to find ways to just move the chains with their wide receivers. Um, they gotta get big plays. They got. They have to get big plays and in the in the passing game down the field. And number three, I think Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, uh, they need to be more effective in running the football. Uh, I think you see the Jaguars had success against the Bengals last week and uh, getting over, over you know 100 yards, 122 yards rushing. So Packers need to use that running game as well because there's no doubt that you know the Bengals may throw, throw pressure and Rodgers start mixing things up. So. You got to have that running game be really good. You saw Jones and Dylan have a decent game last week against the Steelers. Um, I think for this one, although they're going to need a little bit more from those two. And if they can get it going, then the Bengals have a tough time stopping them. The three keys to Cincinnati Bengals in this one. I think number one, Joe Mixon really has to be good in this one. I think that we've seen him do fairly well so far this season if he can find a way to be really good it can obviously help the Bengals control time possession against the Packers you know out off the field so I think on short yard situations you gotta see Joe Mixon be in that lineup and get it done overall I think number two I think Joe Burrow um, really needs to be uh, efficient and smart with the football in this game and uh, make the good throws push the ball down the field you know, be aggressive and trying to get the ball um, to certain spots in the field. Um, but he's got to be, you know, really on top of his game in this one. Because obviously he's going to get opportunities to score. And each possession will matter for Joe Burrow in this game. So I think he really just needs to be solid on third down. Um, a lot better than he was last week. Even though they got the win against Jacksonville, they just have to be better uh, in terms of, you know, Getting, um, getting opportunities on third down. You know, moving the chains. You know, forcing the Packers to be on the field longer. They can kind of wear this defense out. You know, that'll be that'll be a good thing for, the, for their chances. And I think number three, the Bengals defense needs to find a way to keep Aaron Rodgers off his game. You said they than done, but with the personnel that they do have. Um, it's really important that the Bengals find ways to at least get a couple of possessions extra for Joe Burrow, and if they can do that, then that will be uh, really important overall. Um, you know, so if they can just find a way to get a couple extra possessions, they force one three and out or two. Um, you know, I think that will do well. Um, For the Bengals' chances in this game. You know, looking at it, if I had to make a pick here, I mean, it is one of the better games of week five. And the Bengals have been good at home uh, so far. But I think that their winning streak at home comes to an end. I think the Packers get a couple more possessions. I think Aaron Rodgers just gets it done. I think I like his matchups a little bit more better than I like Joe Burrow. um, Because it may come down to who was the ball last. Um, But I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I think they they find a way to get it done. Uh, I think they'll get a lot more from their running game than the Bengals will. And I think that's why, in the end, I think the Packers end up winning this game in Cincinnati. So I'm going to continue with my uh, top five games of the week. And So the next matchup that I'm looking forward to seeing how it all goes down is the Cleveland Browns 3-1 at the L.A. Chargers 3-1. Now this is going to be a really interesting game as both teams have been able to win. You have the Cleveland Browns who have really been good on defense, I would say, the last couple of weeks. And have really, uh, along with the running game, have done a whole lot in terms of being able to keep the Browns right there of the division and then you have the Chargers who are you know doing very well um, they've been able to put together some wins overall and now this is a game in which we're gonna see um, if they can continue to have success as this is probably one of the better defenses that Joe Burrow, uh, not Joe Burrow Justin Herbert has played Uh, This season. So, look at both teams and what's kind of been going on. Look at the Cleveland Browns. You know they've been winning games behind their defense, their running game. Um, Baker Mayfield hasn't been at his best uh, this season. I mean, you've kind of seen him kind of struggle the last couple of weeks. Um, And I mentioned that he has to have a big game this week. Now, there is obviously a report about you know he's playing with a. You know, partially torn, laboring his non-throwing uh, left shoulder, um, and so obviously that does impact a couple of things for sure with Baker Mayfield. But you know, it is obviously a, a, it's gonna be a long season, and you know, you just hope that Baker Mayfield is able to kind of find ways to work around it because you see a lot of players get banged up early on in the season, and some are able, are able to play through it, some are able. Need a couple of times to, um, you know, get, you know, get, uh, you know, acclimated, get back to, you know, healing a little bit. So I think that for Baker Mayfield, he's just going to have to find ways to be efficient um, in terms of just working on that injury and being able to complete um, a couple of of throws. As we saw in last night's game, right? Russell Wilson you know, and Matthew Stafford both dealt with, you know, injuries to their finger and their throwing hands, uh, although for Russell Wilson, it was tough because he couldn't play in the second half after, you know, there was a pass that he overthrew to Tyler Lockett, uh, you know, Gino Smith had to come in and play. Um, and speaking about that game, obviously, the Rams won 26-17, obviously a game with a lot of opportunities that to be had on both teams, um, but, you know, in the end, like I said, the Rams was able to get a couple more plays. Uh, really kind of shredded that, pack, that Seattle Seahawks defense last night and got a couple of key possessions and key drives to end that game. So looking at this game with the Browns and Chargers, I mean Mayfield um, definitely needs to be able to, you know, as an, as an offense, they have to be able to move the ball a little bit more. Um, I think that if they can just find ways to, obviously they're going to lead in the running game no doubt, but Baker Mayfield has to be better in some of the passing situations in this game. Uh, against guess the Chargers defense has been playing very well. We've seen them kind of flying up the field, blitzing very well. Bosa has been doing very well. And Durbin James is looking really, really good. When he's healthy. He can be a great safety in, the, um, in this league and he's kind of proving it um, as he had a, one interception uh, last on uh, Monday Night Football against the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Now you look at uh, Joe Herb, uh, Justin Herbert. I mean, Justin Justin Herbert has been playing very well this year. The offensive line um, has done a good job protecting him and giving him obviously, governing the throws. And obviously, that investment in the O line was was really important, and you're seeing it kind of have early success. Um, Austin Eckler is doing very well. You know, being obviously he wasn't healthy last year. You kind of see him being back. It's just really expanding this offense a lot more. Provide a lot of opportunities um, you know, for others to make plays and get open so I think that you'll see that continue to be a, a factor in this game. So the keys for the Cleveland Browns to win, I think number one, the Browns defensive line needs to get, uh, get after Herbert, especially on the edge with Clowney and Garrett. This is the kind of game in which these two really have to emerge and make plays uh, to disrupt the timing of this Rams offense I think they can do that they will give their offense a little bit more of an opportunity to be on the field I think number two Mayfield on third down I mean they were 7 of 18 last week they have to be better this week against this Chargers defense um, I think they can just stay on you know cover the third down stay on the field a lot more uh, and in particular some long drives I think that that will help their chances in keeping pace With the LA Chargers. And I think the third key for the Cleveland Browns um, is really using Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt a lot in this game. I mean, you saw the Raiders try to go go on the you know use the running game quite a bit last week, had some success. I think that you gotta use Chubb and Kareem Hunt in both situations, passing and running, you know, get the ball in their hands, let them kind of make those plays on screen plays. You know, force the Chargers to come up and respect the run a lot more in this game. The keys for the Chargers in this one, to me, I think number one, I think Herbert and this offense need to play a more of a complete game from start to finish. You know, they did put up three first down, but they put three second half, not so much. So the to play a more complete game from start to finish, uh, find ways to score, stay ahead of the of the Cleveland Browns. I think number two, their defense really needs to limit the Browns in the end zone. You know, they gotta kind of crowd the box on Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. You know, force Mayfield to throw the ball um, in those tight windows and in, in, the, in, the, you know, in the red zone. And number three, I think the Chargers really need to find a way to get the Baltimore to Mike Williams. You know, he is—he's uh, only been targeted four times. Uh, well, he was targeted four times last week. You know, he can score. He has already four touchdowns on the season. You know, Keenan Allen is obviously going to draw a lot of attention, but I think that this is a game which Mike Williams really needs to get the ball a lot more. He's going to have his matchups. He can kind of win on the outside. So I think they have to get the ball to him a lot more in this game. Um, if they can just do that a little bit better, I think that will you know, force the Browns to kind of change it up a little bit defensively. And, you know, maybe you'll see more of the Chargers' tight ends who scored touchdowns last week to be a factor in this one. So, you're know, looking at this game, it can go it could be a low scoring game or somewhere in the mid 20s. I think it will come down to a defense making a play. Um I think I'm going to go with the Chargers in this one. I think I have a little more faith in Justin Herbert right now than, than Baker Mayfield. Uh, Mayfield will play well. I hope he does play well because yeah, you know, the Browns do want to go and and you know obviously contend in the AFC. They're going to need some big games from him. This will be a great opportunity for him to do that. But I don't think that he will be able to do it as well as Justin Herbert in this game. I think Herbert comes back, um, you know, and plays extremely well. Uh, you know, he he did play well last week, but I think like this is Browns' defense. I think he will have to earn it a little bit more than he has this season. And I think that he'll get it done. Um, in the second half in the fourth quarter with the Cleveland Browns so the next game that I want to talk about is the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Arizona Cardinals 2-2 and 4-0 as I mentioned Cardinals the only unbeaten team left in the NFL um, they lead the division as of this moment um, so you look at this game. The 49ers are coming in, obviously losing two straight. Uh, you know they got off to a good start, but you know they obviously have lost now uh, back-to-back games. You know I think it was the Packers, and now it's uh, you know it was the Seahawks last week. So the 49ers obviously been dealing with a lot of injuries, as we know. I mean Jimmy Garoppolo may or may not play. Um, you know, Trey Lance may get to start, depending on how it progresses. Um, but this is a game in which we've seen Kyle and Murray and the Arizona Cardinals get the props. They've played well as an offense. They've gotten wins, obviously, against, you know, Tennessee, which is a playoff team. Um, you, know, you know, they beat Jacksonville. You know, they've beat the Rams last week. That was a convincing win so they're playing really well on both sides of the ball you're seeing J.J. Watt have a good impact on this defense um, you know overall uh, they've been moving the chains extremely well running the ball with Edmonds and James Conner you've seen a lot of good things from this Cardinals team and so now they go up against a you know a 49ers defense that definitely is going to be really hungry to get back on track you know they still have a great pass rush with you know Nick Bosa and Kinlaw there, um, but they haven't been able to have success the last two weeks, and so this game may be a tight one because you know over the last couple of years you've seen these games be kind of close, and let's not forget that the 49ers did beat the Cardinals last year, you know, down the stretch of the season, so you know. Just seeing the familiarity, obviously, the 49ers are going to play a very good game. They're going to keep this game, I think, more close than it was for the for the uh, Cardinals last week. And so, you know, Colin Murray's off to a very nice start. I like what I'm seeing from him. You, you know, see him find, you know, Hopkins and Green for a couple of touchdowns. Um, so that that does bode well for this Cardinals team because they're going, to, they're going to have the opportunities to, you know, attack this 49ers secondary and get some big plays down the field. So look at, you know, what the Cardinals have done offensively as a team, you know, Cliff Kingsbury has coached well, um, but this is going to be a really uh, important test, I think, for the Cardinals and, you know, whether or not they can kind of get it done um, against, uh, I'll say, one of the division rivals. So, you look at this one, I think that if Trey Lance does play in this game, um, you know, you want to kind of see them, you know, attack this Cardinals defense and try to find success down the field you know get some big plays you know if Garoppolo does play then you know just being careful with the football will be key so the keys for the 49ers in this game number one I think they gotta run the ball with Trey Sermon he had a good game last week they gotta do it often on the Cardinals front four and on the edge I think that if Trey Lance does start then you wanna kinda keep him in the groove but the Niners have been able to run the football very well you know, in Kyle Shanahan's time there, and yes, they have the injuries, but you know, Sturman is someone who's been able to find some success last couple of weeks. So I think that they gotta kind of ride on him. I think another key for the Niners, you gotta see more of George Kittle, Diego Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. I feel like George Kittle, you know, hasn't scored in some time um, in the end zone. So they gotta find ways to get him more involved in the ball, you know, and let him let him make the you know make the plays. You know, they can get those two the ball a lot more Samuel and Kittle. I think they will be able to really put a lot of pressure on this Cardinals defense, especially in the end zone. And number three, I think the defense they've gotta disrupt Kyler Murray, his timing, uh force him to throw it elsewhere other than DeAndre Hopkins and A. J. Green. You know, find make him beat you know, make Kyle Murray beat you somewhere else, you know, but don't let him get off the edge and get those runs got to stay disciplined with him and try to limit the big plays down the field because that was a big problem for the 49ers last week. They got on a short field and you saw Seattle move the ball very well. So they got to stay disciplined in that area. For the I want to see more of Chase Edmonds and James Conner. I mean, they did have a good running game last week. So they got to keep that going so they can like, kind of contain the pressure that the 49ers throw at them. The second key for the Cardinals, um, I think that depending on how the 49ers start double team um, you know Hopkins you know Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore two names that might find a lot of opportunities in this game so those who have to be ready and be able to catch the ball and move the chains with this Cardinals offense so number three their defense really needs to force um, up some turnovers limit the big plays but they just got to be able to be aggressive, use their home, build up, the, up the pressure. Try to force some errant throws, and you know, not give up easily. Uh, you know, easy touchdowns. You know, kind of keep the Niners in front of them with their speed and athleticism. Keep in this game. To me, I think this is a game which the Niners need a lot more than the Cardinals do. Um, I think it will be a, a tight game. I like the Cardinals to, um, in terms of how they've been playing. I think they will be a good team. Um, but I think this is a game in which the Niners are going to find a way to... They're going to solve this Cardinals off. I think they're going to find a ways to play well on defense. And then you're going to see a lot more better play from this defense after the first two weeks. So I have the 49ers up. I think that if Trey Lance or Garoppolo play, I think you will see a much better improved passing attack in this game. And I think that they will force Kyle Murray to make some, some, some couple of errant throws, misfires. So I'm gonna pick the Cardinals to lose this week. Um if they're at home. I think that this is going the point ers absolutely don't need to win to get back some confidence, and I think you'll see them play like it on Sunday. And finally, let me talk about the matchup on Sunday Football, and that is the Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs. This is a rematch from the A C championship game a year ago. At this point, right now, the Buffalo defense is playing much better than the Chiefs defense. And so, the Chiefs, although, they kind of got back on track last week against the Philadelphia Eagles. You saw they put up five touchdowns. As an the offense, they ran ball, you know, very well. So, you know, you look at this game. I mean, it's Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Both are so young and elite at what they do. And so, I think that Mahomes... Is going to have to be, do a lot in this game uh, to win because we know that the defense of the Chiefs hasn't been able to get any stops. So I think the keys for the Buffalo Bills in this one I think number one, um, they really need to get the running game going in this one, especially on short situations with Moss and Singletary. The running game is really important. They got to control time possession in this game against the Chiefs. On the road at Arrowhead with that stadium rocking, they got to control it. The, the the pace and the style of running game. For number two, Allen has to be efficient and aggressive finding Stephon Diggs, you know, Knox and, and Sanders. They gotta really go after their chief secondary, expose some of their deficiencies there and get some big plays down the field. And number three, the Bills defense. They have to pressure Mahomes offensive line, you know, come blitzes, you know, limit the path attempts to Kelsey and Hill. Easier than and Pringle other players and make plays but they got to keep the Chiefs and their speed under wraps try to provide safety help over the top and keep them right in check. For the Chiefs I would say Mahomes has to have success early on and often they have to get off to a fast start they cannot fall behind like the way they did last year they did come back last year but this game just feels like the Chiefs need to get a lot of their offense done on all their possessions and they got to be able to pace this game to their style i think second the defense has got to get a couple of stops If they can get a couple of stops in this game give it to patrick mahomes he'll be able to get the score and three i think that Kai edward's are keep him going feed him the ball let him do what he has to do and keep the buffalo's defense you know on the field longer so as for my football picks of this week I got the Jets being the Falcons, I got the Vikings being the Lions, I picked the Washington to over the Saints, I got Pats over Texans, Dolphins are going to lose to the Buccaneers, I got Green Bay being Cincinnati, I got the Steelers being the Broncos, I got the Panthers being the Eagles, I got the Jaguars losing to the Tennessee Titans, got the Chargers winning against the Browns, I got the Las Vegas Raiders being the Chicago Bears, I got the 49ers being the Cardinals. I have the Giants, I'm saying the Cowboys. I hope that happens. I got the Chiefs winning against the Buffalo Bills. And I got the Baltimore Ravens winning against the Ups cause of Monday football.